Welcome to the Insecurity Project Podcast. Most people think the best you can do with insecurity is mask it, manage it, or medicate. I'm convinced this is a problem that can be solved for good, and that's what this show is all about. Join me for weekly 10-minute Tuesday episodes, live coaching demonstrations, and world-class interviews on the subject of overcoming insecurity. Now on to today's show. Hello again, friends. It's 10-minute Tuesday time. The Miracle Equation with Hal Elrod. Well, not really with Hal Elrod. Hal, in case you're listening, which I'm sure you are, uh, maybe you've missed my email reaching out to you to have a conversation about this book. It's one of the all-time greats. It really is. If you haven't come across this book, The Miracle Equation by Hal Elrod, it's his second book that I know of. The first one was The Morning Miracle, which he deconstructs the morning rituals and habits of peak performers, talks about the six things that they do differently than the average punter. Uh, This second book, The Miracle Equation, though, talks about deconstructing how miracles happen. I, I love it. I'm a very pragmatic person. I have an, an engineering bent towards my brain. I love to know how. I'm never satisfied with just because or it's magic or it's a mystery, but it just never works for me. I think there's a better way of thinking about almost everything rather than just because. Uh, so Hal's done some great work here. And as you can tell, he's actually not on the show with me, but he's here in spirit. And uh, Hal, when you do listen to this episode, I greatly appreciate the work you've done and this great book. It is uh, a treasure. And every time I think about the work that you've done here, it deeply resonates. And, and I think it's been my experience throughout life. Every time I've experienced something miraculous, it's because of these two things. So I wanted to highlight his work in this episode because I think it's really relevant and uh, there are there are two key individuals that I'm speaking to which I'll get to in a moment but let me let me unpack this great work if you haven't come across it so before he gets to the miracle equation Hal just talks a lot about emotional pain and and high level of suffering and I love thinking about suffering and categorizing it uh, differentiating between, you know, suffering that you couldn't avoid and, and probably wouldn't want to, even if you could, because it's through that suffering, that meaningful suffering, that we're transformed and refined and matured. But then the other kind of suffering is is unnecessary suffering because it's all evidence of immaturity or lack of wholeheartedness or not understanding what we're actually up against or n- not noticing that someone's already thought about this as a problem and provided a framework. So uh, Hal talks about the emotional suffering that comes through resistance. So he says, look, like in every situation you can choose resistance, which is wishing something didn't happen or wishing something did happen. So you are resisting what is showing up in your world. You don't like it and you dwell on how unfair everything is or you dwell on how much you want things to be different and are upset that they are the way that they are and so you resist your experience of life. You can direct your whole energy, your best energy, to resisting your current experience. And if you do, you'll create significant emotional pain. All negative emotions are in some way linked to this idea of resistance. Or alternatively, you can choose acceptance, radical acceptance. 
So there are things that are outside of your control that have happened to you, whether you wanted them to or not. And if you are prepared to accept those things, actually come to terms with them, to be okay, to not resist them, just to sit with them, then then it enables you to pay attention to very different things. Because if you're so busy dwelling on what you can't control, it'll only keep you from noticing all the things you can control and you have direct influence over. So Hal talks about the five-minute rule. He says, look, you're not going to do this perfectly because stuff happens and it's hard and sad and disappointing and discouraging. And if you're an ambitious person, then you want things to work a certain way and when they don't, it hurts. So don't pretend it doesn't hurt. Don't pretend it's fun. Don't pre- pretend you're the Dalai Lama and you know it's all water off a duck's back. But Hal says, if you just give yourself five minutes, and it turns out you might not even need all five minutes, but just cap cap your uh, negative emotional experience to five minutes. So, yeah, get the shits, get upset, rant, rave, throw something, break something, you know, carry on. Like, have a good hard go at carrying on when things don't work out. But then dry your eyes, dust yourself off, pick yourself up, and then come to terms with it. So... It's a very fun way of gamifying the experience of negative emotions. Just, yeah, sure, have some negative emotions. Just limit them to five minutes. And and what Hal noticed when he did that and what I've noticed and I think what you'll notice is you don't need five minutes really. If you, if, if you, if you know you're going to let go of it anyway, well, then you kind of may as well let go of it sooner rather than later. What's, what's four minutes of wasted negative emotion if I only need one? Uh, but the point is, if you can come to terms with your world, it just positions you to have access to miracles. Then you can take the next step, which is the miracle equation. So two two things. He says every miracle that's ever happened can be understood more clearly as the combination of unwavering faith and extraordinary actions, where these two things meet, and both of them are essential. Um, so, so he says you've got to choose something that's really important to you and, and go go all in on it. Um, so there is a sense of prioritizing your life. So yeah, be clear about what you want, but then prioritize the most important thing that you want, the thing that to get that represents destiny to you. It represents a massive growth in, in you as a human being. It's it's really out there. It's, it's the biggest and most important thing to you. And set your heart on that whole, wholeheartedly and, and go in 100%. And, and un- unwavering faith when it comes to those kind of goals is, is to make a vow that no matter what, no matter what's happening internally or externally, what's going on around you, inside you, uh, you will find a way that there are no excuses. I've found uh, this is, is essential. And, and unwavering faith isn't, isn't as ultra-positive as you think it might be. It's not to be perfect in your faith or to be, you know, never even for a moment enter any self-doubt or any questioning or any discouragement that's not what it means at all it's just keep that fire burning like even sometimes if it's a little flickering flame even if it's very small burning down on the on the on the wick but don't let it go out just whatever you do guard that flame do not let it go out hold fast keep your eyes on what it is that you want and know that whatever it takes Whatever is going on, you're in, and and there is no plan B. Miracles do require a wholeheartedness. You can't hedge your bets to experience a miracle. It does require unwavering faith, and then combined with extraordinary action, which is once you have this unshakable conviction that you 
your goal is within your reach, even if it's right at the very extremities of your reach, like you're not, it's not suggesting you have unwavering faith about something that is outside your reach and you know it's outside your reach. So, um, you know, for me, like if I had an unwavering faith that I'm going to win gold at the Olympics in the marathon, that would be a strange thing to have unwavering faith about. That wouldn't be faith. Um, that would be madness. That would be ridiculous because it's not in the realms of what's possible, even at my absolute best. So it's it's a yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So think clearly about the things you can have unwavering faith about and make sure they are somehow within the realms of who you are at your best. You're not trying to live a life that's not yours. You're not trying to be someone that you're not. And it's a it's a tough tight tight it's a tight line to walk. Um, and only you will really know what's what's realistic and what's not. But it's important that in your heart you do feel that it is possible. And once you have that unshakable conviction that it is, then put forward extraordinary effort, then go all in, then show up wholeheartedly. So uh, at every moment in my life when there's been things that haven't worked out, and I promise you that is almost a daily occurrence, um, it, it really is. Whether you believe that or not, it doesn't matter. It is my experience that things very, very rarely work out. I experience setbacks and discouragement and disappointments and heartache and pain as a constant companion and the only thing powerful enough to get me in the back back in the game is unwavering faith and extraordinary action and so in those moments it's back to the the thing that I desire what do you want again Jamin are you sure that's what you want okay cool and what are you prepared to do about again are you sure cool well then what else? 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 Great. Ten things haven't worked that you've tried. Excellent. So what? Are you sure you want it? Are you sure it's within your reach? Okay. Unwavering faith and extraordinary action. So combining one and two, faith and action, is the mechanics of how every miracle happens. If you want to go look at the people you you admire and who inspire you, who haven't just had something uh ridiculous happen to them and I suppose there are moments of luck and good fortune that are not that are not really miracles that are not really what we're talking about here um, that are outside that but the people who you really admire it's not luck or good fortune it's it's miracles and they're miracles because of their unwavering faith and their extraordinary action so the two the two people I really want to speak to today are, are firstly those people who kind of go yeah do you know what that is actually how I live my life I do hang on to this faith that things can get better for me and that I can become the person that I've dreamed of and I can solve the most important problems in my life and I can face my fears and I can become a giant and I can bring greatness. Um, but it's it's freaking hard and I'm in the dark and I'm almost ready to give up and if I don't see something happen soon, it's going to cause me to question whether this is how it works and whether I am good enough and whether... I should just give up and go do something else. I should just sell out and play it easier and just go do what everyone else seems to be doing. So this is for you to say, no, no, don't, don't give up. Please don't give up. Please. Like this is how it works. There is no other way. There is no better way. And you sell out. You you let go of unwavering faith and extraordinary action. Yes, it's hard, but tell me it's not going to be more hard if you lose this fire, if you lose something pure, and if you give up on this. Your life doesn't get easier. It, it still gets hard, and it's 
and it's worse hard, I promise you. So stay the course. Lean in. Keep leaning in. Keep leaning in. And then when you've leant in, again, lean in some more and more and more. All in. Second type of person is those who've who've been waiting for some miracle outside of them, who've been hoping that someone's going to rescue them or some good fortune's going to befall them or they're going to be gifted something or, or someone's going to notice them and it all's going to be okay. And you've never really considered that you have a role to play and your whole life you've been away, you've been waiting you've kind of been living have do be when i when i have enough time and have enough support when i have enough skill when i have enough experience when i have the right conditions then i'll do all the things i've been wanting to do and then i'll be happy and successful but i sure as hell don't have any of those things now so uh, if if that's you then the the message from this is to go that's not going to get you where you want to go that that can't work, it won't work. So every passing moment is another chance to turn it all around, is another chance for you to lean into what actually works, to understand the gift of being a human being and to find the stuff that connects you to real miracles. Even if you haven't done well in the past, doesn't matter. Right now is another opportunity for you to lean into unwavering faith and extraordinary action. I'm convinced this is how insecurity gets solved because it is a miracle. You look around and you tell me how many people are unhindered by doubt, fear and insecurity at their current level of growth and and you and me will both say that there are very, very few people in the whole world that show up free from insecurity and it is miraculous when any human finds a way to do that. But it is not mysterious it's not magic it's not otherworldly it's the miracle of unwavering faith and extraordinary action it's the miracle of someone who goes do you know what i do have this desire in my heart to be free from narratives and fears and and, and concerns about inadequacy and i i know that uh, there is a better way to show up to life and it is so important to me and although I haven't experienced it yet, I'm, I'm not going to give up and I'm prepared to do the work. I'm prepared to lean into this and face my fears and get help along the way. And that's that's how this is solved. So, so this is the central mechanics of the insecurity project as well. There's no other way that this happens. So let me leave it there. I, I hope that's been useful to you. Uh, before I go, I'd love to remind you about the Leverage book and specifically the audio book. I do think that's the best way to get it into your hands because it's a confronting title and an awkward title and a title you can't really celebrate that you've got. So you're going to have to listen to it in secret. It's highly likely that's going to be the way that this is most useful to people who are ready to go first. So um, you can get the Unhindered audio book or the Leverage audio book or both audio books off my website. Currently, you can get Unhindered on audible but not leverage not yet there's always lots of complications getting things on audible especially as an australian author Uh, but anyway you can definitely get it on my website so go ahead and do that and i'll talk to you again next week you've been listening to the insecurity project podcast all you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works if this is your year to be insecurity free Jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity.